If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome, friends. This is IGN's Unlocked show, the world's number one Xbox show. Ryan McCaffrey here, Destin Legary, Alana Hi, Pierce, and the great Mark Medina back for another visit. Hi, Ryan. Hey, buddy. Look at that that's, pregnant that's, pause. I like yeah, that. Just yeah. for dramatic effect. That's the uh, thing. Marty man. died. <laughs> He's Marty's gone. dead. Coming up on this week's show, uh, the Xbox One X is finally pre-orderable and off to a tremendous start exceeding expectations. We'll tell you about that. Plus, uh, as one new Xbox rises, another rides off into the sunset. We'll tell you more there. Uh, news on Telltale's Game of Thrones series. South Park, the fractured buttholes. ESRB <laughs> rating is amazing and you need to hear it uh, and a lot more. So uh, let's start with our conquering, returning, triumphant Gamescom heroine. Hello. That being Alana Pierce. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. I was at Gamescom. Destin was. Oh, how, how, how are you holding up, Dustin? Hey, you, I don't think. I, I'm better now. Did you play Crackdown this year? Uh, no. Because if, if you did, <laughs> yeah. we really, really want to know about it. They did have a sign for it, but no. <laughs> Um, but we did get to play both Player Unknown's Battlegrounds Xbox Build, which we should talk about. On a PUBG, PC. as the kids call yeah, it. Yeah, so we have to say yeah. it's the Xbox Build, but we played it on a PC. And the reasoning for that was it's being developed on PC. So that's mm-hmm. basically the way that we had to play it. But it had all of the controller functionality and everything like it should normally have. And okay. uh, So it was kind of like in playing the Xbox version. It should be exactly the same <laughs> because it's running... It, it thinks that it's running on an Xbox, so okay. it should it should be completely one to one. The only thing that was absolutely terrible was uh, the opening menu. You would like press A to start, and it would take like five seconds. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, "So, like, did I do it wrong?" Yeah, that was the only thing that was yeah. truly, truly terrible. In um, development software, this it, is what exactly. happens. Uh, aside from that, I think Xbox game is going to be really happy with the way that this this runs. Um, the do you, what was the difference to draw distances, Destin? I don't know. There was some weird thing with the draw distance, but I don't. It was like slightly different, um, but nothing like particularly bad. The game still looks like crap. You can still see players and everything. It's not like you can't. How's the frame rate? We don't know about the frame rate. Uh, They are aiming for sixty frames a second on Mm -hmm. console. Uh, That's no mean feat. That's going to be tough. But that's what they're aiming for on regular Xbox One. It was both. Mm. Yeah, that'd be great. I think they. I, I, I feel think like it would be. I would have to go rewatch yeah. the interview, but we yeah. actually got to sit down during Gamescom with uh, Sammy King and the executive lead for PUBG, 
and talk mm-hmm. about a ton of questions that the audience Excellent. had. Mm. Yeah, I believe the, the quote was like, we are aiming for 60 frames a second on console. So we don't have confirmation on that whatsoever, but that's what they're, they're going for. But yeah, it, it to me didn't look any different to the PC version. But right. like I was going to say, I don't think that that means much because I don't think that PUBG is a very attractive game anyway. So it's right. like, yeah, that's it's not what you play it for. Yeah, it's it's a gameplay game first game. Exactly. Yeah, sure. So like, I don't yep. think that matters even if it's not, um, but there weren't any like noticeable or major differences. I'll tell you, I mean, not only is the Xbox going to bring this game to a much not bigger, but a, a new audience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the, you know, the, the Xbox live features like clubs and groups yeah. are going to be, fantastic for that. Well, it's game. also yeah. that the Xbox audience is already an audience that is really used to playing multiplayer shooters. Like it's yes. it's a perfect mm-hmm. fit for the platform and I think Definitely. that this is going to go down really really well. Anyone who hasn't played PUBG like it's kind of hard to explain why it's so good, but it's really because it's just so intense. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I I think People are going to love it. Um, I'm really glad this ran as smoothly as it did, especially considering it's in such early stages that we weren't even playing on the console. So We talked last week when you guys were gone about, because uh, we were covering, we were recapping the 90-minute the uh, briefing thing mm-hmm. that, that Xbox did. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the end of their, their PUBG trailer was late 2017. And we yeah. sat here and we thought, we thought that probably in this case, because it's going to be going into preview, it's not a mm-hmm. retail release, yeah. that that probably literally meant December. Did yeah. you guys get any sense of that from the interview or from, the, from talking to them? The interview was full of we don't know yet, a lot of we don't know yet. So I think it's absolutely going to be as late as possible. Yeah. Uh, mm. Obviously, you did the interview, but like I had to watch over it again to write mm. my preview. And one of the things was like um, a thing that we probably both liked the least is that the reload button is Y. It's very strange. You, mm. keep, you go to X. Right, or because you're so used to X. X is yeah. sort of the y. universally accepted yeah. default right. on, a, on a shooter on a game. So what, yeah. what is X? X is pick open up. doors and pick up objects. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I feel like that's a really weird... Just switch those. Let's just switch those. Right. Exactly. So he asked about that, and their response was something along the lines of like, yeah, maybe. We don't really know yet. And we yeah. asked about like, cross-platform. They really are. Yeah. They, they All of the answers were like, yeah, we could do that maybe at some point. And hopefully they'll just allow for uh, rebinding Remapping, your keys. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, remapping your buttons. Yeah. Yeah. probably just go in there and press, press. I mean, you can plug a controller right now into the build that's out today. It's not super optimized can, for that, though, right? I think they literally just updated it. Oh, no Because I played last night, and I'm like, that's the backpack from the Gamescom build. Like, it's a little different. Mm. Interesting. So, uh, not backpack, but the parachute. Does that mean that jumping is better? <laughs> I don't like weird, know. This weird thing where jumping on console was way easier. Huh. Like all the time in PUBG, I will either kill someone who's gotten stuck trying to jump over a wall, or I will get <laughs> stuck trying to jump over a wall. Yeah. And it didn't happen in the spill. I was like, "Wall ain't nothing. Just jumped right over it." So it's either that people playing on console have smaller hitboxes, or that it's an updated build, which is more likely. Like yeah. we had mm-hmm. a, a build that fixed that. But pushing them a little bit about the vague uh, terminology they used about launching on Xbox and will you ever come to PS4? If you're waiting for it to come on PS4, it sounds like that is a long ways yeah, off. Yeah, you were yeah. you were uh, in a <laughs> you were playing detective on Twitter with one of the I think community Sammy, managers. Sammy who was actually on the yeah. live show. Oh, that, okay, yeah. 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 And that I saw that that Twitter thread cited all over the place. Mm. Yeah. Okay. People just picking that apart because they were I so, thought I asked the question clearly. I'm like, wait a minute, the way she answered it. They were no. so yeah, she was yeah. so deliberate in her phrasing. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's probably coming to PS4 way later. I think it is mm-hmm. definitely going which, to come which to Which why PS4. wouldn't it, right? But yeah, it's but. absolutely not gonna be anywhere. Well, because on the, console they really are while. like, you know, this is a, a game with 
100 players in a match is a lot for mm. a console. Sure. And they are putting everything they can into making it work on the Xbox version first. And yeah. then like they'd yeah. have to basically get it to work on Xbox, which it doesn't even necessarily yet. And that's going to have a ton of updates, like maybe over 12 months. And then maybe the final release will be on PS4. That could be forever away. Yeah. And then just Ta- save PS4 and then we're done. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know Tomb Raider, <laughs> uh, Tomb Raider I was, gonna, was a year. I was going to bring a Raider. I think this will be a lot longer than that because of the way the development Talking to them and like just based on their responses mm-hmm. during the interview, they're just like, look, we need to figure out Xbox. Exactly. This is new waters for us. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. And Microsoft's helping us so much. Like we're not worried about PS4 right now. So if you're waiting for PS4, you're going to be waiting mm-hmm. a while. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how I felt. <laughs> and they even admitted to not having a lot of experience developing for consoles. So yeah, I don't think this yeah. is going to be a thing that turns over really quickly. Like it's super annoying that we don't get click cut answers, but I definitely think this is going well, to be. He's Xbox like fans. a, yeah. forgive my ignorance on like, but he's like, he's like a modder, right? Brennan That's Green, where he yeah. got his start. So like, yes, but he was not on the the live show. No, it wasn't him. Right. I so did talk I, to him I'm just wondering that. if it's like a thing where it's like, well, I'm he's so used to PC that it's like, hey, can we bring it to consoles? And he's like, I don't. It's definitely know, been built like for PC. That infrastructure. For sure. Like, I don't know how that works. Totally possible. But you know, and it's got to be tough for them trying to figure out when and what to release on Xbox this fall because. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be a game preview game, it's not done. They're not like right. they don't have a definitive like, well, here's our here's our finish Watch line. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. just get there. Like, no, they're they're going to de- they're having to decide mm-hmm. which in development build, which game which preview mm-hmm. build of yeah. this are we comfortable releasing to the public and charging, you know, however much money it's gonna be for the the preview version. That's um, you remember, like we're going to talk. Uh, Ark Survival Evolved after like mm-hmm. two years yeah. in preview is finally out in retail now, and it's like, and that was I think it was thirty five bucks if you if you got in on the re- the preview version. Now it's a, a full sixty dollar game. I'm sure PUBG will probably be the same on Xbox, but that's got to be a really difficult decision for not only for the team, but I'm sure Microsoft kind of has to. Mm-hmm. They they may very well have a say in that a little bit as well. Yeah. Of you know what you know because the the. Whatever they put out is going to get played by probably hundreds of thousands mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Xbox players this fall. And they could love it and, and embrace if, it. Right. But if it's, if it's like, a little too broken, it yeah, could, right. you know, that, that could cause a lot of headaches. I'm going to be honest. I for, think for this is going to be an enormous success. Oh, of course. Yeah, kind of regardless I, of what bill, but you're totally I agree right. with it. The decision-making yes. process is really yeah, hard. First thing people are going to do, remap their controllers. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And one thing that I, I have concerns about is they want cross-platform play mm. and i don't know how that's going to work because it's like is, a bad idea when it's when yeah. it's a shooter it's no but it's such a fast-paced shooter so there's, right. there's even worse that, right exactly so it's like i just everything like organizing your inventory takes slightly longer that's yeah. an, an extra millisecond you can get shot in the back Very like true. i think that that's so important to this game that I hope that if cross-platform is allowed that they have it be optional like gears of yeah. war 4 it needs to be like mm-hmm. that. yeah where it's yeah. opt-in that's the only way I think it can work, but they didn't have because on PC on you hit tab, you drag everything over, you're exactly. equipped, you're good to go. On console, it's X, X, yeah. X. It takes longer. Go in your inventory, you know, move it around and yeah. such. You I didn't do get think stuff equipped, but it takes longer. Absolutely, definitely longer. I didn't think that changing weapons or changing the fire rate took too much longer because that's mm-hmm. like left and right on the D pad, and then down to change your fire rate. And yep. like, I think mm-hmm. that worked pretty well, mm-hmm. but inventory what, picking stuff up, getting set up initially, definitely a huge yeah. difference. That I so think how, they need how to does take like seriously. how do the aiming changes work? So like. Do you 
squeeze the left trigger and you go you you do your aim but if you like tap it that's when you go into first person if you like, double tap left trigger you mm-hmm. go into your first person mode for aiming that was okay. something that was an adjustment so like mm. you you hold it and you kind of do the side you just aim kind of like do the and zoom then you double in. tap you do first person okay. and uh but actually when i was shooting i was i was landing hits pretty well yeah me too yeah. and yeah. there was an auto aim which like i think is really important because uh auto aim i think could kind of ruin this because it's it's a game about you know finding out where enemy players are and if your gun gives you an indication of where right. they are that ruins yeah. that so i think well, you can't the, have auto the aim. game is like super built on like leading bullets and stuff like that so yeah. it's like you don't want auto aim if a guy is a certain distance away running from one side of your screen to the other you yeah. don't want auto aim because no. you need to be able to lead the and, shot yeah and lead yeah. the shot on him you don't want the, something pulling you to aim, the guy. aim assist on a first i'm not a developer but but i have spoken to uh jamie greesmer about this exact subject, he mm-hmm. he coded. He basically did the controls for Halo at Bungie mm-hmm. the, on the original, the original Halo on Xbox. And yeah, it's it's apparently it's a really co- complicated thing where mm-hmm. you're you know you don't want to just make it automatic where you could just put the controller down and it'll just yeah. do right. it all by itself. But you've gotta you've gotta find that right balance of of like uh, of helping the, you know make the make the player feel like they're successful without mm. completely holding their hand. I, yeah. I don't envy any programmer or developer having to figure that out. Destiny 2 on PC right now, people are plugging controllers and like I play with controller on PC and I'm faring pretty well. And yeah. PC players are like, uh, something might need to be done about the a- amount of aim assist happening there. Interesting. So wait, you automatically get aim assist just by plugging a controller? There is an aim assist thing for the controller. At least that's what I've heard and I understand. And, uh, you know, obviously keyboard and mouse doesn't have that. Yeah. They have more precision. That's interesting. Well, it's like they're obviously for cross-platform going to need to find ways to give console players a slight advantage in terms of time. I just hope that aim assist isn't one of those things. I hope that that's not something that they're like, if we add this in, it'll like cancel out the disadvantages. But I didn't have trouble aiming while playing at all. Like I, I didn't find it in difficult. PUBG. Yeah. yeah on on uh, the Xbox build in general. Though. A- aiming felt really good. Actually, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I w- that's one thing I liked. I'm like, I feel more in control here. When I play on keyboard and mouse, the the mouse is so sensitive. I like shoot, but when I shoot, I move the mouse a little. It's just because I'm I'm newer to keyboard and mouse. Control. Yeah, and I guess that's mm-hmm. also your sensitivity settings and everything like that. But uh, yeah, in, in general, I think that this build felt really good. I I'm really excited for this to come out on console. I think it's going to do incredibly well, and I think this is something that. You know, because of the success of this game and how fast it keeps growing, I I think this is a console seller. I think this is a reason to buy an Xbox One if you don't have one already. And and the, I tell you, on that note, the the timing of it may for for Microsoft for the Xbox may prove to be almost as perfect as possible uh, in that there's no Halo this year, yeah. this fall. Oh, there's yeah. no Gears this fall. Yes, you have uh, Call of Duty World War Two is probably going to be big on on all platforms. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Destiny. Battlefront 2, <laughs> yeah. Destiny sure but but you know there there really isn't uh that first party game uh, out there to yeah. to uh kind of distract or to, yeah cannibalize thank you. It's part of the reason I was pushing Sammy so hard on Twitter. I'm like give us that answer so I can be like this is a huge win for Xbox. And mm-hmm. it turned out it is. Well that's that's the thing is if it were actually Xbox exclusive, they would be screaming it from the rooftops. Oh, that's yeah, the reason yeah, yeah. it's not, right? Mm-hmm. It's like there's no reason they wouldn't because it's such a huge win. But I, yeah. I like you were saying, I really do think it's it's going to be a long time before it's out on PS. Yeah, which is like the fact that they have this holiday window to 
sport the game yeah. Yeah. and be the champions of it. That's that huge said, for Xbox. Because this mode has been so successful, there is no way that a bunch of other games aren't going to implement these modes. Like they are. Oh, I, like yeah. I, already know exactly. I already know of, of one that I'm not supposed to say yet. But yeah, yeah it's like, like GTA V, it's we'll like it's going it. to happen more and more because yeah. everyone's like, this is so successful. Let's like. And now H1Z1's ripping it off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a joke. AZ. <laughs> yeah. We talk about this a lot, like the you know games and and are susceptible to trends and, and yeah. waves of things too. Yep. Look, when, when uh, Halo, uh, ODST, Halo 3 Firefight and... Uh, and Gears Horde mode yeah. mm-hmm. kind of both hit at the same fall. Yeah. Then Horde modes, the sort of four-player every thing yeah. became a huge thing in so many games at the time. Going and, massive. Well, in the op- yeah. open-world games. Right, I mean, open-world like games. Well, I think this, the PUBG's a really interesting case because it was basically Alma, Daisy, H1Z1, PUBG, and like they've all been successful and yeah. increasingly gained traction, but I think this is the one that was like, oh, this nailed it. Like, yeah, this one is the one that finally, like, pushed all the triple A's to feel be like, like it's Britain. the one that someone like me who doesn't play a ton of multiplayer games is able to just play it and I was like yeah. I understand everything that's happening yeah, yeah. and in a lot yeah. of cases there's and no it's even not super PC demanding right so that helps yes there's not even necessarily an explanation for why this is the one that sort mm-hmm. of rockets know. up into the stratosphere I mean it's no disrespect to PUBG but you look I mean a lot of uh like like Warcraft is kind of was kind of like that for Blizzard. Like, was Warcraft like, was hardly yeah. the first real time strategy game. I mean, yeah. you had Dune back in the day mm-hmm. and and some other stuff, but then Blizzard comes along and just kind of refines well, it just enough. And they got the success with World of Warcraft as well. It, it, became, yeah. it was an MMO right. that people yeah. understood how to play. Yes. and could run on literally any computer. Yeah. Like EverQuest was big, what, but then you know, yeah. World WoW comes along and, and off it yeah, goes. Yeah, but then People it's like, like Overwatch oh. is just killing it with hero shooters. But it's like almost to the extent when no one else is going to make one because it's too big. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's right. like, how, is wh- how do we? Yeah, <laughs> like maybe? that's another trend. Hero shooters. That's like a thing right that's now. That's true. Too. Well, I feel like of, that's kind yeah. of now on like Wayne. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Overwatch is like Overwatch one. Okay, Lawbreakers is like the last of the. You know, it's almost like Blizzard are really good at making games. It's almost as if almost as if they're incredibly talented. Yeah, and really good at what they did. I downloaded the Destiny two beta, and then I see all my Blizzard games because I just for some reason I just didn't have the Battle.net launcher, so I downloaded it. I see Destiny two, and I like. I downloaded World of Warcraft. I'm like, well, <laughs> while I'm here, <laughs> we'll see you in a year. While, while I'm here, we'll be lost to Azeroth. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, the other, my other favorite part of Gamescom from watching here at home was uh, was our Australian senior editor uh, from our AU team, Lucy O'Brien, mm-hmm. watching, just living vicariously through her, just being so happy for her as she experienced. Cuphead and Sea of Thieves yeah. for the first time. Mm. I was like, "Oh, I I know exactly where you are right now," and it, I love it so much. She put up a, a great piece on on uh, Cuphead. Or Cuphead it, is real hard, <laughs> and it was about the dip. But she was Ooh. like, "It crushed me, but I loved it. I no, loved it so it's, much." It's a really good kind of hard. That's I, I was playing it for a pretty long time and like could not pull myself away because. It's the kind of hard that when you screw up, you know, it's your own fault, and it's not the game being unfair. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I didn't, you know. Not trying to inside a console wall, but like with Crash Bandicoot, the issues that I had with the remaster this year was that like it it felt like too unfair, and it was because of the changes that they made to jumping. Like I feel like mm. that's an easy comparison. It's like it was just like slightly too difficult, where I got annoyed with it. Whereas this was like this is difficult, but I love it, mm. and I will end it. Like it was, it's <laughs> it's so good. I, I'd like to point out 
one month from today, we're recording on Wednesday, August 30th, Cuphead is out. Oh, finally. yeah. Finally. <laughs> yes. Also, finally. I finally got into the uh, Sea of Thieves uh, alpha, like the insider. <gasps> while you're right, Game of Thrones. Right. While I, the first one I was excited, in, invited to be a part of was during Gamescom, so I couldn't get into the damn alpha. But uh, next time, I'll actually be able to, which I'm really excited. You were in a place that had Sea of Thieves there, though. So I'm going to. I was. And it's also <laughs> going to be at PAX this weekend. So. Oh, that, yeah. oh, yeah. But okay. I just want to play it for an hour, not 15 minutes. I know. Like, right? I want to I just play it for a long but time. If you're, I guess, on that note, I, I'll say if you're going to PAX uh, and you're, you're an unlocked listener, You've heard us talk about this game. Maybe you think, God, it, I don't know. It doesn't sound that great. It sounds, you know, kind of boring. Or there's not Try a, it. Play with some friends. Please, yeah. like it, whatever the line is, the inevitable line mm. to wait to play Sea of Thieves, wait in it. And I, I can almost guarantee you that you are going to find I mean, find two the years worth in a row, it was the most fun yes. experience I had at E3. And yes. I don't I have to that's play not it because I'm not super hot on it. Like yeah, it, play it. to me, it doesn't, but, you know, it, right. You haven't played it yet, but though, I haven't right? played it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. it, it. I'd love to try it because to me, I don't know. I, I cut like a let's play and I, to me, I don't know. I'm just not super we, hot on it. We know for a fact that Craig Duncan and a lot of the rare team listen to this podcast. Hey, Please hook the get rest me of the into job. a beta. Let us into the it's beta. Let me play the game. Hey, no, we Marty. all want to play the beta. I know Marty got in too. Yeah, so did my mom. So did your, your mom. mom. Great. Because I tweeted about my mom. Like she texted me uh, during E3 and was like, "What's the the pirate game? I think it's on Xbox. It looks amazing." And like she just really wanted to play it, which yeah, like yeah. almost never happens. And I, and so I tweeted out and was like, "Ray, you've officially made it. You got my seal of approval." So like, do you and your mom want to play this game? Like it's going to be the best when we actually can because That's she's so in great. Australia and I'm here, and it's like we just. Hang out in yeah, the Sea Thieves. You know, yeah. uh, 4.30 Pacific time here will be... <laughs> the only time it'll work is around Yeah, you play yeah, around the, the end of your work day here. That works out perfect. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be instead of like our regular phone calls. We'll just have those in Sea of Thieves. I can't wait. Why not? It'll be awesome. You can, you can banter while you're... Exactly. Sailing Trying the high to teach seas. my mom how to do anything in that game. Mom, press X. <laughs> press, just use the shovel. Press X. <laughs> D-pad. Alana, are you drunk again? <laughs> it's No, in the game. <laughs> she she wouldn't mind. Mom's very fine with that. Uh, okay, let's get to some actual news. Uh, and the, the the big story this week is the Xbox One X off to a faster than anticipated start, uh, according to both Microsoft and retailers. Microsoft stating in an Xbox Wire blog post, "You, our biggest fans, have pre-ordered more Xbox One X Project Scorpio edition consoles in the first five days than any Xbox ever," uh, which is great. Wow! I mean, it's great to see. Um, I the, I don't want to catch crap for this because I don't mean this in a bad way, but I mean that is expected. Like the, this was always this is a hardcore device aimed mm-hmm. at hardcore people. Mm-hmm. They were always going to be the ones that jump right on. But the fact that mm-hmm. Microsoft is saying that even and retailers too who are, who are you know they they don't have quite as much skin in the game as yeah. Microsoft does to hear people say. Uh, hear them say that uh, it's exceeding their expectations is is great. I know uh, we were able to. A few of us pre-ordered. You got you got. I got mine. Uh, and got one. I ordered one for the office. No, mine's yeah. mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, which I'm is, really which excited for the console. Yeah. Uh, but I know I think pretty much everybody that I saw out there that wanted to get one was able to secure a pre-order. So this I mean, was there not. There must have been quite a few. Yeah, this was not a, a Super NES classic situation. Can you? Can you? Not get one right now. No, the Scorpio edition's gone, and Microsoft said, "Hey, we'll have like that's it for those. We'll have information on pre-ordering the the vanilla 
oh, okay. Xbox mm-hmm. One X, you know, the non-Scorpio it's the same edition. Same as like the day one edition. Of exactly. The it doesn't have right. the lettering. So I, think, I just, because yeah. I, I can't remember, like, so I got my PS4 on launch day. Uh, was there a shortage of PS4 and Xbox Ones when they came I, out? I think what? they, not, really. not the Xbox, yeah. and I think the, I don't even think the PS4, think so. you know, there were, they like, had, I, think, I mean, like supply. a Switch situation but they, but where I walked. But the, the Pro, though, like they had shortages, so it's like. Really? I think so. I don't think they manufactured very many pros. I mean, I I guess I don't know. Which this is probably going to be the same for the, like, it's more of a niche market, so. Yeah, it might be. Because it's been a year, right? It's been a year. I'm not going to pay full price. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I'm sure the the price on the pro will drop. Probably. By $50 within the next, at least the next year. (laughs) They're going to compete with the by at least By at least November 8th, (laughs) you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, maybe, but, um, yeah, I, I know. I'm, I may very well end up eating crow on, on the X. I mean, because I, you know, I wrote an editorial about, hey, who's this thing for? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and, and Microsoft, to their credit, has done uh, a better job of, of sort of explaining the benefits as time has gone on. We talked about the big one a month or so back of, of uh, you know, a big question I had was, hey, are third party developers and publishers going to go the extra mile to take advantage of this thing? Or are we basically going to be getting, uh, PS4 Pro ports, yeah. and no, the 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 answer is the the box has been smartly designed to do a lot, a lot of that stuff on its own, which yeah. is mm-hmm. which is so great. So I, uh, I love it. I love that it's the smallest console. Also, it's mm-hmm. like that's Crazy. a huge selling point. The industrial the design is amazing. Yeah, there's yeah. also something very cool about like talking to a, a developer and just having them be like, "Well, it's the most powerful console ever made," because they all drop that line because it's such right. a nice yeah. PR. But it's like there's still something like very impressive about hearing yeah. that every time. I'm like, damn, I guess it is. I also just want to give credit for the fact that there's a Project Scorpio edition because it's like there are so many things like Orbis and Morpheus and stuff like that right. that once once we know what it is, like the Nintendo and X, you know, and then now the it's Nintendo Switch, and like nobody even <laughs> remembers it was ever called the NX. Like yeah. that's just yeah. a thing of the past. And Microsoft's like, yeah, it's called the Scorpio. Well, fans <laughs> really, really like owned that. Time. Yeah, they leaned into yeah. it for yeah. a year. It's super yeah. awesome. Yeah, it is. You're right. It is totally cool of them to do that. I, um, you know, I wonder if I wonder if we're going to look back in a year and see. Uh, not only potentially how wrong I end up <laughs> being about it, which is fine. I am happy to eat. I would love to eat crow on on my my. Uh, and again, I think people miss. I was never, and I don't think any of us, me included, were ever down on the X. It was just like, I think there was a lot, just like, hey, what what is the market for this? And and that that's where the crow eating may happen. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if history was going to end up showing that. That maybe Sony ended up a little too early with the PS4 mm-hmm. Pro. It's a little underpowered. It hit the just, year before mm-hmm. uh, the, the year, you know, when 4K TVs were still uh, more, much more so in their infancy. I feel like, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll see what next year brings. But I feel like this year, you know, this there's there are quality 4K TVs for six hundred dollars, yeah. uh, potentially even less, depending on what mm-hmm. you're looking for. But if if Microsoft gets all the hardcore users in the door on an X at 500 and then maybe for next holiday, they're able to with, with just hardware revision costs, they're able to get it down to 400 right? and T and 4k TVs really are everywhere. Cause I, I don't know. I feel like this, this fall feels like the tipping point for 4k TV. A lot yeah. of people are ready yeah. to go. So, you know, maybe, maybe also. it's just, maybe Microsoft really just nailed, use the surfer analogy, just nailed this wave perfectly where you get the, you get, as many of those hardcore guys that are going to that get the five hundred dollars uh, when it's brand new tech, and then as f- and four K TVs become super common, and the next mm-hmm. year 
The TVs are everywhere. Everybody's got one, and they can drop it to 400, and they just just nail it. I mean, that I feel like that that may be what ends up happening because you know, basically, the exact right device at the exact right time is yeah. what what could end up happening with this. Whereas you know, the Xbox One, the original version of it. Was in hindsight not because the you know the DRM policies I mean, out of the game the messaging like, sunk them yeah. and and yeah. the bundled connect was obviously just it just they got they really suffered as a result of that yeah. and, and the, the X uh, is not make certainly not making either of those mistakes so it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next year yeah. no you're smirking at me over there Destin. I was just thinking about the Microsoft execs, execs and the uh, surfer analogy yeah <laughs> catching that gnarly wave bro. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Spencer and Shorts short on the board. Board. Yeah. 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 He does that all the time. Yeah. yeah, I bought a 4K TV last year on sale. Yeah, and now I see 4K TVs this year cheaper than what I bought it for on sale. Plus, when you go to like Target or whatever, it's like that's like all that's on the wall anymore. That's yeah. true, pretty much. It's yeah, you almost can't buy a 1080p television. Yeah, right? like 4K is just kind of like that's what it is now. Yeah, excellent. All right, so uh, I'm excited. If you, I guess, yeah, the final point was if you were unable to secure an Xbox One X pre-order and want, uh, still are looking to get one, uh, it looks like just it seems like Microsoft is going to have at some mm-hmm. point uh, another burst of standard Xbox One X editions. So just keep your eye on IGN. Yeah. I know our uh, Eric Song, our our deals IGN deals yeah. uh, guru, is just right on top of all that stuff. So uh, just. Yeah, keep it tuned. The I think what is it? It's at IGN Deals, right? Is the oh, is the Twitter no feed for that? Yeah. That's a good thing to keep an eye on. That sounds good. Um, so yeah, the, you should still have another shot at the Xbox One X. And if not, show up at a brick and mortar on the day of. Yeah, there's, there's I'm probably sure a there'll good be chance you there'll be, be some decent one. decent quantities. Hopefully. All right. <clears throat> uh, related note: in a move that will surprise absolutely no one, the original Xbox One has been. Discontinued. Microsoft confirming in a statement, as is typical for the console industry, we stopped manufacturing the original Xbox One back when we introduced the Xbox One S. Uh, so they just had kind of never made a public declaration of it, but it became a thing this week, and they went yeah. ahead and confirmed it. So um, I would just like to salute the original Xbox One because, yes, it was it was much bigger than the PS4, yeah. uh, but and but hey, to their credit. They over-engineered it. There was mm-hmm. – they. we can look back now. No red ring of death. No red <laughs> ring of death. No – I mean you just did not hear of hardware problems on any sort of scale at all. The, the only box. like one was like when you put the disc in and did the like – and you could like feel it vibrate. And I remember I was like this is going to be a thing. And then it wasn't a thing. Mm. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't – super a thing you know yeah i'm still on my original which was absolutely not the case after four years with the 360 yeah Yeah. Yeah. i I have an original mine's day one edition and it's like almost the size of my pc but it's (laughs) like still running fine it's whisper quiet like it's you know maybe if you you could criticize the size of it if you wanted to but no Mm -hmm. it's it it absolutely got the job done in a bulletproof way which is what we want from our five hundred dollar devices so kudos to microsoft and the nice part is the the S, and then of course the X coming up. The the S is smaller, the S is just great. as quiet, mm-hmm. uh, so far just as reliable. It's been out. Gosh, wow, it's been out for a year already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the X is right behind it with all the same 
same uh, improvements and advancements and even more stuff. So. I, did, I did get to play Forza at uh, Gamescom, and you're like, oh, it's a racing game. How much better can it look? A lot, apparently. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. It's crazy. Sorry. Can we say that we've potentially seen the end of Power Bricks on consoles? I hope Because, so. man. <laughs> you make a good point, Mark. I that's, that's another thing was I remember opening my Xbox One X, and I'm like, man, this thing's huge. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah, speaking <laughs> of, of uh, pow- uh, hardware problems, I have told this story before, but my Power Brick uh, exploded and it burned the carpet and As cut off, they do. Uh, it, it uh, cut off all of the power in my house oh wow burned the you carpet. put a fuse right it yeah. basically I don't know exactly the what, console, what though, happened didn't it? the console was right, fine because the, that's what it's for the console yeah, was totally fine yeah. but the power brick itself like killed the power in my house burnt the carpet and there was like a really bad smoke smell because that's insane I don't really know how that happened it, happened. it just yeah. blew up they're not 100% perfect these yeah things. right but yeah, happens, Lana. You brought it, it up. Fine. You brought it up earlier, Destin, about about the uh, internal power supply. Yeah. And see, I think I'm with you, Mark. I think now after the S and the X, the bar I is think, great. We I can't think go they, back. I yeah, think right. they cannot know. go back. When when the PlayStation Four was smaller than the Xbox and also had an internal yeah. power supply, mm-hmm. I think it was a very obvious thing that yes. that is really where consoles need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so when the One S came out, and it's luckily. See, USBs are pretty universal now. Of course, the C is kind of taking over, but uh, that power cord compatible with any console you can plug it yeah the ps4 anything yeah Yeah. your ps3 slim just not the fat the you know xbox one x Mm one s and all your ps4 yeah except for the ps4 pro which has a pc uh, with a pc plug oh really so that sucks interesting still Hmm. (laughs) no at least they didn't go with a power brick that's (laughs) true it's just got a different port yeah no i'm with you though i think uh the sony has certainly most well, I don't know. I guess that sounds, seems like Sony does whatever <laughs> with power cords, but yeah. I feel like Microsoft is now we're 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 too spoiled. We can never yeah. go back. Yeah, whatever the successor to the X is, like the next generation Xbox has got to have an yeah, internal yeah. power right. supply. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, Game of Thrones. Of course, the TV show just ended season seven. Man, that part win. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. Direct your hate mail to <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, the second season of Telltale's Game of Thrones mm-hmm. adventure series, not happening anytime soon. Nope. Job Stoffer, the internal head of communication there, saying, quote, not long after the conclusion of the first season, we said would be continuing, we'd be continuing, <clears throat> and we had designs on the future of Telltale's Game of Thrones. Right now, that is on hold. We're anxious to get back into The Wolf Among Us, Walking Dead, and Batman, and see where things go with the narrative of the Game of Thrones TV show before we really come back to the table with something we're excited about. Didn't they also launch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy recently too? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think they're still working on it. I okay. don't think that's over. I think it's on episode three or four. Gotcha. I think you're right. But uh, yeah, they, they have so many irons in the fire. Something's got to give. Right? Here, yeah. Here's what it's I think people... It's also one of their least successful series, I think. Really? Is it? Yeah, at least talked about. Huh. Yeah. Well, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, for, for Telltale. Telltale. Yeah. Here's what I think people I, I think are going to say, and I think they're wrong, mm. is that we had that Target leak over the last weekend where it was Bethesda, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. And so I think a lot of people are going to think, well, if Telltale's publicly saying that they have no Game of Thrones thing, I think it's to make rooms for the I don't think I don't think that's the case, though. So No, I don't think so either. They, they, they're focusing on the properties that sell the most would be my guess. And yep. yeah, I, I think uh, the hype right now is for... Um, wolf, so it it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And my my take on it, it's similar to that. Is is uh, just building on what you said. Is I think the 
the business it's probably a much more expensive like i bet they're mm-hmm. i bet game of thrones isn't as profitable for them even though it's based off of this you know the most popular tv show mm-hmm. in the world because i'm guessing their costs are higher they any any retail and any all the money i'm sure they have to split to a larger extent with hbo and or yeah. george rr right. martin than they do with um i don't know the name of the comic or the artist that does uh Wolf well, Among Us, or yeah. or or uh, Kirk, sure. Robert Kirkman with uh, Walking with uh, Walking Dead. Like well, a, it's I'm also sure that they have to stick to a canon. That too, mm-hmm. which yeah. they don't for any of the other series. So yeah, so George needs to come in and be like, yeah, okay, right, right. The store, I'm sure, which would be story approval really hard, and because yeah. because of that, they're sticking with side characters that people don't know or uninvested mm-hmm. in, so they don't really get the marketing backing of Game of Thrones. Like I don't know, this makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's. I actually ended up bailing out of. Uh, the Game of Thrones Telltale series after, and not even bailing, I just kind of, I don't know, I just got, it didn't hold my interest, and I got, yeah. I think I got through, because it's, I think it's six episodes, if I, I remember right. Episode one. I did, I did, I think four or five, I had like one or two left to go, and I was kind of like, eh. Yeah. I don't know, It for some reason it just did, I think a big part of it for me, actually I'm remembering this better now, um, Telltale's engine gets criticized for a lot of reasons, but yeah. this isn't specific to that. I just feel like what I'm going to say is the Game of Thrones art style and the, the, the way they've, oh, like yeah. they've tried, you know, they had to adapt. You've got the visual look of, of the Game of Thrones TV show, mm-hmm. not really compatible with the Telltale mm-hmm. engine. They tried to make it like a watercolor painting right. thing. Yeah. And I, I don't know, there's something about playing it where it didn't have it just doesn't have the production value that the show does mm-hmm. there's right. like no there's not the you know sweeping music and all it just it just something about it visually and the the presentation of it just never quite sat right with well, me my art style just lends so well to like borderlands and, and tales from the borderlands yeah. that's probably their best too. looking Batman game and, yeah. because of that yeah. for that reason right yeah like that that happened to them uh telltale's last game before walking dead so before the studio Took Jurassic, off and Jurassic became huge. Jurassic Park, yes. Which yeah. same thing, you know. Jurassic Park is a huge film franchise, and it has a obviously super realistic, a live action aesthetic, mm-hmm. uh, and it just did not work yeah. as a it, within as a as a art direction wise in the Telltale engine. Yeah. I thought Back to the Future looked okay, but the, they and they the game but wasn't they car- they cartoonized it. Oh yeah, it's not a word. Definitely. <laughs> they, cartoonified. Thank you, thank you. That's better. I like <laughs> yeah. that better. Yeah, you're right. I, I would agree with the creative freedom thing. Like the fact that they're able to take a Batman license and literally just kind of do whatever they want. That one. And oh, and they yeah. really do. And it's yeah. I love it. Yeah, I think it's working. And people like, I mean, look how fast Batman season two is already. You know, like here. And so I think uh, I think them being able to do what they want to do is what works. Yeah. Well, Batman ha- already has so many artistic interpretations that mm-hmm. right. That's there, seeing it almost look weird. Right. There's yeah. almost no wrong. Mm-hmm. interpretation of it batman comics are the only comics that i keep up to date with and even that is just like oh we started a new storyline again huh all right <laughs> it just like happens all the time well and then even the voice acting like yeah it's like here's peter dinklage but not really that is really hard like yeah and you're like hmm it, it reminds me of playing like movie license games like i remember playing like star wars games on like playstation 2 and it's like here's hayden christensen or at least a guy that sounds like him. Yeah, like, they did get a lot of the actors <laughs> in, that, in in the game Telltale Game of Thrones. Right. So I'm wondering Ramsey right? and I don't know. I it's been too long now. Yeah. I forget. Also, 
without spoiling the show, I want to say that when they did the Game of Thrones season one, I felt like there was more characters to work with. And I feel like if they're staying to where they need to stay now. Are you saying people die in Game of Thrones? Some people are dead. <laughs> and they don't have so much to work with now. And I don't know. Wow. I feel, like I feel like if you're watching the show, you don't want to go back to, I don't know, that's weird. Well, especially when that's you fine. know which characters die. It's yeah. Exactly. Yeah, very true. And one or two of them die, Ryan. I'm telling yeah, you. Multiple. I, don't I did see a person die one. on that show. <laughs> it's just one single death. One the, death. the entire seven seasons. Wow. They yeah. really. My wife covered my eyes. So I didn't have to see it. Yeah. Uh, and it finally, was like a, a death by sleep. It was like some yeah. died yes, all day. She went peacefully. Yeah. And everyone was. They it's had like the end of Titanic. It's like, did she yeah. die? <laughs> <laughs> I love that Mark slips the. I am going to bring Titanic, Titanic spoiler. up in every <laughs> single podcast. <laughs> Titanic spoilers, guys, for a movie that is 22 years old. <laughs> Wow. Jesus Christ. No. Really well, it came out in 96. Let me see. Let's do some math. Was it 96? It did. So 96, Good Lord, 2006. That's 21 years. 21 oh, years, yeah. Okay. Wow. My mind's not even close. close. My mind's already Is in it? 2018. Hold on. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> what year did the Titanic movie come out? 97. 97. 97. 20 years. So 20th anniversary, Mark. Oh, yeah. Nice work. Of the movie about all those people who died. <laughs> On a no, the 20th anniversary is when it came out in 3D on my birthday, April 4th. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on to the ESRB description for South Park. Yeah, like, I wanted, we I just wanted, spent so long what talking about Telltale made a Titanic Game, Game of Thrones and then Titanic, which are things that people do not care right. about. Um, yeah, I wanted to do a dramatic reading of this. We haven't, oh, okay. we haven't done a dramatic reading in a long, long time. Okay. And the people uh, have enjoyed those in the past. Right. Buckle up, children. This is the actual ESRB description for the content. Wow, I'm excited. To, based on this, I'm excited to see how you really get through the end of this one. Yeah. How's this going to go? How is this going to go? <laughs> it's going to get real racist in here. <laughs> this is a role-playing game based on the animated South Park TV show in which players assume the role of a new kid in town embarking on an adventure to uncover an evil criminal element. <laughs> players engage in turn-based combat by moving around a grid and selecting attacks from a menu. <laughs> players use various weapons, e.g. blades, claws... Blasts of energy, ice, lightning, and melee attacks during combat. Blood splatter effects occur often, and cutscenes occasionally depict, quote, cartoony dismemberment or decapitation. The game includes several instances of mature humor, racial humor, and sexual material. This is happening right now. Yes, I'm, I'm yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, Character oh, here nice. we go. Uh... Characters are depicted urinating and defecating. <laughs> One extended sequence, parentheses, in a strip club, depicts a character performing a lap dance while emitting flatulence. <laughs> One scene depicts a towel character <laughs> performing an obscured <laughs> sex act on a man in an alley. Don't no, forget to bring a towel. Bring a towel. Want to get high? <laughs> this, is, this feels so good right now. <laughs> Uh, should have done the whole thing as Tally. Um, another shows a man watching security monitors and repeatedly reaching <laughs> for lubrication behind his desk. All sequences depicted in a cartoony and over-the-top manner. Characters are sometimes depicted nude, e.g. breasts, buttocks, male genitalia. During the course of the game, players can observe characters snorting lines. <laughs> 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 Want to get high? 
Okay. So good. I'm good. I love this game so much. Can we give the ESRB description the Game of the Year award right now? Uh, <clears throat> players can observe characters snorting lines of cocaine, and in one level, players must complete a quest to bring in a marijuana prescription to a character. The words... <clears throat> F star star K. There we go. C star N T and S H star T and racial epithets, which I'm not even going to go near, are heard in the dialogue. <laughs> and that concludes your dramatic reading. Very good. Of the good. ESRB description. Well I did not even know you Park, had that in you. The fractured that butthole. Is, that was amazing. So I've played the uh, the lap dance. <laughs> yeah, that was the beginning. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, people it's were uh, like real very, dirty. People were really uncomfortable with it because it was the idea that. A kid was giving a character a lap dance, uh, <laughs> and he was, and, and then the character is like, I think people misinterpreted it. Basically, you're doing that, and the person you're doing it to is disgusted and hates it, and is like, can you, can you not? This is really gross. <laughs> Rather than being like, yes, child, continue mm, doing this right. to me. So it was like, it's still disgusting because it's South Park, but I don't think anything is too far, you know? If, mm-hmm. boy, if, I don't know how they're going to top the grossest scenes from the stick of truth because yeah that game goes so far past the television there's a, show there's a, there's a boss fight it's up it's during a, a sex yeah, scene a, uh, <laughs> yeah during exactly that one was good that game's so good yeah i'm really when excited they go, when they go to canada out. man i'm gonna be so disappointed yeah, no, don't, don't spoil it if i yeah. ever go to i'm just gonna be so just, disappointed we've been working on a top 100 moments of video games uh list recently yeah, and that was one. one of the ones that i was like that has to be on the list yeah. just yeah, going to sure. canada like for it has sure. to be for sure, for sure. Oh, so great oh my goodness so All it's right. uh m rated though right oh, that's yeah. the story <laughs> yeah. so I, I, I was saying you before that that means something completely different in australia m rated is just like that's what halo is rated it just means mature so mm. anyone Same can buy an m rated game yeah they don't we don't have any Strict laws. rules or laws in right. place here. There, there was a push like. Wait, we, what are we talking about? Strict laws for uh, what? ESRB, like buying M rated games. I mean, they do at retail stores. Like, it, if, if I used to work at Target, and uh, if you scan an M rated game, it does. Oh, it does. To do an ID. It does. I guess I yeah. just haven't. And like, last, there's no way to override. Where, the last time I was it. underage was was long before all right. this stuff was <laughs> right. in place. In, in Australia, it's MA15, plus, so we have M, which is just like a, a slightly above general. Mm. Like, anyone can get an M rated game, so I guess that. Didn't mean anything to me, but if it means it's restricted, then it makes. It makes me wonder: is it a is is it a retail thing? Do you think? What do you mean? Like, uh, so you're saying that no matter what a game is rated in Australia, anybody can buy it? It's probably like no, a target policy thing. I don't understand what you're That's, saying right now. Okay, so what, I, what I'm saying is, so like Target requires that if you're not 17, you have to use your ID. No, I believe that's a that's, law. Oh, it is a law. Yeah. Okay, so I wasn't sure. I've yeah. never worked at GameStop. Yeah, I worked there for <laughs> four years, but obviously in Australia, but it was for You worked our, at Target in Australia? No, 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 oh. GameStop. Uh, EB uh, Games. Uh, but for, we were about to become best friends. <laughs> <laughs> for the MA15+, you automatically had to check ID, and then for R18, you had to check ID as well, so gotcha. you couldn't do it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, if it's anything like the stick of truth, I don't want to get too dad well, like on you guys. Yeah. Yeah. This, Please do not, don't let your kids play that game unless this, you know it, what's it in it. It's censored in Australia, too. This uh, ESRB description is totally Matt and Trey's continued efforts to F with the ESRB yeah. and yeah. any rating system. Well, okay, yeah. the stuff that, that was censored in Australia, they replaced it with an image of a koala crying, a digital oh, right. and then it would be like, Australia, we don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. You can't see this content because the government sucks. Like, That's I, right, there was a whole sequence. Yeah, yeah. It was honestly I remember. the... 
Like we're sorry. We did a story this, on no, it. I, I forgot. The censored yeah. stuff was actually way funnier than the stuff it censored. Like I think that that was ten times funnier than the content it was censoring. Like it yeah. was awesome. Well, uh, so well. Matt and Trey had told the story years and years ago about how uh, uh, dealing with the. Um, MPAA, MPAA, thank you. With uh, with the movie, yeah, with with bigger, longer, and uncut, and Mm -hmm. the the, they're so the the MPAA is so full of like out of touch old (laughs) people, probably old men, yeah, that they don't even they didn't even get. The, that bigger, longer, and uncut is a penis reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never got that either. No. Oh you kidding? I've never heard of that. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's oh. a dick joke. That's really good. Oh man, it's really good. Wasn't like, isn't the show produced where basically they just like that way nobody can censor it. They they like make it. They, not the hours, but like like they deliver it hours before it's supposed to air. Well, that's and I don't like, think hey, that's because of censorship. That's exactly. that's to stay that's relevant. Just, yeah, that's just uh, they're worth their work. That's just how well. they do it. Yeah, it's so that they're always on top of news, basically. Oh like yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. Because then you can. T- oh. If you like South yeah. Park, like which I love South Park, I've yeah. literally My seen every. Show. Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to watch Six Days to Air. Yeah, it's a documentary that was made about the it was on Comedy of, Central. It was, yeah. yeah, and hopefully it's still. I don't know if it's on YouTube. They aired, they aired again once in a while on Comedy Central. I think you can watch it online though. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's website. really good. It just it's you know it's a documentary of them making an episode and oh, that's like awesome. the insane process that they yeah. put themselves through. Every Sometimes if time. there's a news update, they have to kind of rewrite an episode because they're like, oh well, this updated and now content is out of date. Like, it's oh crazy stuff. wow, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, I think I'm like, I love I love South Park actually. Gotta get caught yeah. up. But I, I always tell people that, like, I it, it was kind of like studying for a test, which was I wanted to be like I'd really never watched it, and so me and my wife watched sixteen because that's what there was at the time was sixteen seasons. Wow, in a row, like just binged it. Took like a month or whatever, yeah. and I remember nothing from it. Like I don't remember any episodes. You don't remember Eric feeding that kid his parents or the taco that poops ice cream. (laughs) So like you obviously remember like little things like like him getting a theme park and stuff like that. But it's like (laughs) Casa Bonita. It's just like like, really really that that wasn't the theme park. The R Kelly one. It's like now that was the episode. (laughs) Casa Bonita. That's the restaurant. Casa Bonita. No, it's when he gets all that money and he. Yeah, you know, buys a theme park, but then doesn't the want to it. like have to have people run it. He wants to just be able By to ride himself, the ride. But yeah. then he realizes that it's like, oh, the rides broke down, and he, I have to hire people. And oh man, I need money coming in, and so he has to let people. It's stupid. It's yeah. a good show. It's oh stupid. man, the the war the World of Warcraft episode talking about oh, wow. That's that, that was the only episode I had man, ever seen. Bathroom. Yeah. so good. That was the only episode I had ever seen. I'm was not that an art hard. Oh man. What a Randy Mosh is one of my favorite. What a show! Anything else. Oh, yeah. And Wendy. Oh, spooky ghost. <laughs> uh, okay. Wendy because she's so the only sane person in the whole town. She basically. really is the only <laughs> smart one. Yeah. yeah. Mark Medina, yes, sir. Uh, we love having you. You don't get to be here. You're, you're a special but treat. Get out! <laughs> no, uh, don't get out. I want you to take, uh, if Alana will allow it, take the marketplace report this week. You got it, dude. My name is in. What it is? That's true. Mark the mark. The mark place. It's oh, not now the, you have to come on every week. It's not the Alana place. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a good point. Yeah, he's got me that. All right, here we go. Retail. Nothing this week. Mm-hmm. Buckle up, paper. though. It's That's coming. The Winter is, is coming. <laughs> Di- yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, digital. Ark Survival Evolved. Hasn't wow. this game come out 30 like, times? Like we talked about, it's out. <laughs> it's been in game preview for about two years on oh, Xbox. Yeah, I'm going to play in it next week, so hopefully we can talk about it. Yeah, we have a we do have a review uh, being worked on. Yeah. Sweet, for IGN for that. 
ReCore Definitive Edition. Is this the one they talked about at Gamescom? Yep. It's already out? Yeah. Well, I'll be. Surf World Series, Feral Fury. Speaking of Surf. The Metronomicon. Slay the dance floor. I think I might have Slay the dance floor. I believe it's Isn't it the Metronomicon? Metronomicon. Yeah, I don't think I can type fake words. Metronomicon. Slay the dance floor. Xmorph. Defense. A, uh, a, a, blade. a Eterno Blade. Okay. Read, read out. Read out. Read out. <laughs> uh, that one was easy, Mark. Mark. You're not doing a great job here. I hate this game. <laughs> no one should be allowed to name video games. <laughs> Killing Floor 2. That's bad. It. That's Dead fine. Alliance. Also good. Resident Evil Revelations. Rock of Ages 2. Bigger and bolder. But I'm not a bolder. B-O-U-L. Boulder as in a rock. All out. <laughs> and then we got the August Games with Gold. Slime Rancher. You're, you have like literally one day, but figured we might as well. It's, yeah. Might as well Slime make. Rancher. Grab it. Ends on the 31st tomorrow. Trials Fusion. Welcome great game. I think I missed Bayonetta, right? Your last chance. August 16th, uh, September 15th. Bayon- um, Bayonetta is gone. Missed that. Uh, and Red Faction Armageddon, which is August 16th through the 31st. So that's already almost gone, too. Yes. September Games with Gold. Forza Motorsport 5. Let's talk about this. Do you guys say Forza or Forza? I say Forza, but it, For- is, Forza. You say Forza. it is Forza. Yeah. Forza. 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 You don't say Pizza. 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 Forza. But I say Forza, but they, they don't really care. Forza Motorsport 5 Racing Game of the Year Edition. Uh, let's see. Hey, it's like, Forza, it's like Grazi doesn't have a T in it, which I found out after tweeting that. <laughs> this is uh, obviously strategically done to get people hyped up to want to buy Motorsport 7. Right. Yeah. Smart move on Microsoft's part. Um, yeah. So and that's all of September, so it starts the yes. first. Uh, Oxen Free. Great game. September 16th to October 15th. That is the highlight of this month's Games with Gold. Really, really opinion. like that game. So good. Hydro Thunder Hurricane. What do you mean a Hydro Thunder Hurricane is in the highlight? Yeah. Ryan, what do you have I'm against... I'm not speaking Har- ill of Hydro, Hydro Thunder. Thunder is actually kind of Also, can it's we talk good. about how it's <laughs> yeah. kind of bad timing to release a Hurricane game? Well, I mean, that's... They couldn't have... I hope yeah. everyone who is in Texas is okay. It's, hope you're all... I have a lot of friends right. there. I've been Me too. asking, just like, mm. are you guys okay? Yeah it's, yeah, it's hectic and it's awful, and I hope everyone's doing good. This is a... Uh, it's a wave race, like spiritual successor to wave race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's it people. was a live arcade game. Yep. If I remember correctly, towards the end of the 360 life cycle. This is very good as I cool. recall. And then finally battlefield three. Oh, it's free. So sure. But right. boy, that's going back a couple of yeah. battlefields. It's <laughs> yeah. There's been four hardline, uh, and one, one. Thank you. Wow. People are going to be like, what? Battlefield 1 is That's out, and now Battlefield 3 is already out. Battlefield 3 is still really good. <laughs> Campaign's not. I miss Bad Company. nice. I just want Bad Company. A lot of people want Bad Company. Bad Company 3. What if that's the next one? That'd be cool. Probably not, though. Could happen. Yeah. Why not? Battlefield and that Company is bad. No, I don't know. <laughs> stuff. They need to change For the Alana at place. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. Awesome. Uh, unlock block trivia. Let's uh, see if... So we've got no Marty. He's off to PAX. He died. Or he's dead. Yes. Destin was dead last week. That's why I sat over there last week. I have a chance. He's revived. So uh, you are now down... Marty's been on a roll. You're down five points. Mm. And we are into... We're going to be into September Do you guys think Marty's cheating? No. Yes. 
Yeah, he's one hundred percent. He's paying me off to give him the answers ahead of ahead of the show. Well, but what if he just like takes the sheet and then like Google's it? You know, just sitting here. He's just that's like, true. Oh, you do it. hand these out and then let Maybe. me sit at my computer. You know uh, Destin cheated two years ago, though. So. No, I didn't. What? Oh, I'm glad there's a whole table. Separate no, it's about Mitch. Right yeah. yeah, I know. It's, he cheated. No, Mitch gave it away. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm hoping this is a layup for you, Destin. I want you to get back in the game here. You've got three. I was super confident. Or four, right. four months to go. You're down five points. It's not insurmountable, but it's starting to get grim if you yeah. don't get, pick up the pace here soon. Mm. So our question comes to us from Ricky Webb, what and he asks, which Xbox Live Arcade game for 360 uh, was the first to be certified? He notes that uh, Greg Canessa, when he was on Unfiltered with me, mm-hmm. We talked about this, which is great. I don't even remember this, so I'm glad Ricky does. Uh, but, you know, you can, you can, there are different ways you can try to deduce this. This is not an impossible question. So which 360 live arcade game was the first to be certified, meaning it was signed off, it was done, it was ready for public consumption? Was it Bejeweled 2, Bankshot Billiards 2, Hexic HD, or Geometry Wars Retro Evolved? Uh, some or all of these are launch games. Those are clues. Some, you know, there's there's different ways you can approach this. I'm actually going to go down to this end of the table first to Mark Medina. Any idea uh, here, Mark? Well, thought about this a lot, Ryan. You got four answers here. When I was yeah. born, so I was one or no less than one. I, was, I lived in Kansas. Okay. okay. And when I was two and three, I lived in California. I'm, when I was I'm four, on this walk with you right now. When I was four, I lived in Iowa. Okay. So I'm going with two. It's being shot billiards. <laughs> <laughs> that was so not worth it. All right. <laughs> Some, not everything is. Sometimes you just, it is what it is. It's the, it's the journey, not the destination, yep. right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Alana, what are that? Uh, I have absolutely no idea. This is shot in the dock. Uh, one, Bejeweled two. Okay. Destin, any, any idea here? All right. So I'm nervous. I knew I know First, this one, and I'll explain why. All right. If, uh, we'll see what Destin says. Two games I loved on this yeah. list. Hexic HD and Geometry Wars Evolved. Okay. Uh, the sto- I've told the story on the show. I won my Xbox, right? And yes. through the Mountain Dew thing that was going on at the time. G Fuel. And uh, I was super stoked. However, when I got it, I could only play one game because it was the only one that you could get, and that was Hexic HD. At least that's how I remember it. So I'm going to go with Hexic HD, but I'm really worried it's Bejeweled 2 <clears throat> because that's a game I probably would have disregarded mm. because I wanted something more unique. I'm going to go three Hexic HD. Okay. I really need this point. All right. So <laughs> Geometry Wars Retro Evolved launch game. It was on uh, Project Gotham Racing yeah. 3. Yeah, that was awesome. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bankshot Billiards 2, definitely not a launch game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, they've, they've tried to pedal that off on us for the first 13 months of, of games with gold mm-hmm. uh bejeweled 2 i actually don't remember if that was a day one game on live arcade for the 360 hexic hd was the the pre-installed bundle included game on the hard drive if you bought the you know the uh premium edition the okay. hard drive edition of the 360 mm. oh, because it was pre-installed on the hard drives it didn't. It had to be certified oh. way sooner mm. because it those you know as part of manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, Destiny yes! is hexic. Watch eight. out, Marty, who definitely does not listen to this show. <laughs> no. Maybe he heard me shouting. <laughs> He's in Seattle. <laughs> He's Maybe. A, yeah. yeah. I don't know. All right, <laughs> Destin narrowing the gap. 
you're in the game, back in All the right. game. I like this. I'm not that far. I was, Marty, I was only one. More. What if Alana comes? You're back? still, you're still in it. Tell me. Well, I'm not. Again. I'm technically not traveling anymore. Great. So, so five no. points, not insurmountable. I can do it. You just, you know what? Please pass Destin, because then that'll really make him mad if he's behind two of you. It'd <laughs> be great. What do I got to do to pass Destin? Uh um, gonna have to be on every show for the rest of the year. Get them all right, and uh, we all get so everyone else and Destin yeah. gets them all wrong. Miranda <laughs> and Phil also have one each. Yes. Yeah. Phil can have your points. He gave it to me. Yeah, it's, already, no. it's already happened. Uh, all right. So if you would like to try and stump the panel here with your Xbox trivia question, please send that trivia question. Include four multiple choice answers. Note the correct one in your email and send it to unlocked at IGN.com. Before we roll out of the show, uh, we have a bunch of panels at PAX. IGN has three panels. We've been tweeting out images of those. So um, I don't fortunately know them off my heart, but we have one that is ranking the uh, top 10 best Nintendo games ever, which I think is going to be really fun. We're letting like the audience come in. Nice. Uh, one of them's an IGN AMA, so you can come and ask. The last one we did was mostly people asking how to get a job, but we can give really <laughs> diverse answers to that for all of the different fields we have at IGN. And then the other one is uh, video games are stupid and we love them, which is basically us just like talking about the dumbest decisions in games, but like in a lighthearted way. And we did that uh, at a previous PAX and it's my favorite panel I've ever been on. So um, come see all of those. We also have a Bioshock party on the Saturday night, which is celebrating um, the 10 year anniversary of Bioshock and people are going to be dressed up. It's like themed like Rapture. I'm, expecting oh, that to be super yeah, cool be so come check out all of those are things. you gonna do a big daddy or little sister they they were like hey we're having a cosplay competition uh, and they launched it a week ago you're like you think i could make a big daddy in a week <laughs> like that's gonna take six months <laughs> like no so, oh okay so no <laughs> but we will have a kind of like masquerade masks i think that they're giving away for the splices and stuff so nice. it should be it that's should be cool. really fun yeah there's a whole yep. lot of us going and um yeah, we'll be hanging I, out. So I would suspect that that panel information may be, I think we have a, pa- if, uh, try IGN.com slash packs and see what Probably. happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if not, just keep an eye on the IGN Twitter feed. I know yeah, if you look Google like IGN how to watch packs, like, or what is this, Pax West, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm I sure. Just, I can probably just pull up the image really. Yeah, while we're doing so. while we're doing plugs. I'll tell you, uh, IGN Prime is a nice way to support IGN as well as uh, make an ad-free IGN experience for yourself. It's $30 for one-year membership there. Go to IGN.com slash Prime if you're interested in that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, the thing I would love for you to check out is the August edition of IGN Unfiltered. It just went up this week. And uh, Randy Pitchford, the CEO and co-founder of Gearbox, came in. And I have to tell you, I had a ton of questions, way more than I have for most developers, only because uh, going through Randy's history, the guy's done a ton of stuff. He got started as a, as a level designer at 3D Realms on Duke Nukem 3D, all the way up through... He, a lot of people don't remember that Gearbox got their start uh, long before Borderlands or even Brothers in Arms. They did two Half-Life, official Half-Life expansion packs. Yep. They did Halo for PC. I know that So one. we covered all that ground such so much that uh, after an hour and a half, we only got halfway through my questions, Ugh. and oh, and damn. we had to go like we had to cut it off. He was so nice. He flew back here. Oh, wow. a week later for the rest of the interview. So um, this month's episode, the August episode of Unfiltered with Randy, is basically covers up to we get to Duke Nukem Forever and talk a little bit of Duke Nukem Forever, and then 
uh, Aliens and uh, Battleborn and some of the more the newer stuff. Oh, he talks aliens. That's cool. oh yeah, no, he did not shy away. Uh, that's in the September episode that'll air next month. So whether YouTube, uh, I'll be uploading it to iTunes possibly by the time you hear this. Uh, would love for you to check out Unfiltered. It's sort of my little passion project around here. So Andy Pitchford gives it's two episodes. He does. He talked a lot, and but he had a ton of great stories and things to say. So. Did he do magic tricks? Not for me, but he probably would have if I'd asked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have another. We don't, we did three hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. Uh, Destin, yeah. what are you up to? I know I'm going to guess it with Destiny 2's release next week that a lot right. of it involves Destiny. That's correct. The Destiny 2 review is right around the corner. September 6th, the game launches. We will not have a review that day. We're going to do a review in progress. You're going to be able to see my initial impressions on the 5th, and then we're going to continue doing coverage throughout. We have a live stream at launch time, and then uh, we have a just a ton of Destiny content scheduled for the game's release. You are, uh, I suspect, because I know with Destiny 1, uh, Vince ended up doing the, the actual review for IGN, and we yeah. didn't put the final review score on it until after he'd played the raid. Yeah, I would like to wait until I've completed the raid to but, finalize the score. I'm talking, I'm, well, we're kind of deciding when I should score it right. uh, tentatively versus final. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I suspect you'll have some sort of, I mean, if, if there's not a number, you're going to have impressions from on either day one or maybe day two at the worst, yeah. I would suspect. Right? Yeah, so well, I can't. Uh, what different embargo stuff going? Yeah, there's some, there's some embargoed stuff okay. for the fifth that you're going to be able to read about. Gotcha, and uh, you'll read more then. Excellent, mm-hmm. Alana. Channels. Yes. Saturday, September second, seven thirty. Video games are dumb. We love them for that. Sunday, September third, at two p.m. Where IGN ask us anything, and at seven thirty p.m. NBC let's rank the top ten Nintendo games of all time. Um, yeah, I'm flying to PAX tomorrow. I will be there. Um, there is an Xbox event uh, tomorrow afternoon, so that will be the first thing that we hit. Great. Um, that's exciting. That's an ID at Xbox event. Yep. And Cuphead's the there. Fun. Cuphead should be there. Get, get, your, get even more Cuphead yeah. before we finally <laughs> get the final um, game. I also wrote some previews at uh, Gamescom that are up right now and um, am starting to produce more actually regular Let's Plays for the Unlocked channel. Fantastic. Should be one up every single week, and I've planned them out literally until the end of the year. So When do I get to be on that? one? Never. <laughs> Take that, Medina. <laughs> no marks allowed. We have a strict no mark policy. That's fine. Yeah. It's not Marco Blanca. It's Let's Plays, hosted by Let's. It's back yeah. to Mark. Hit me. Marketplace <laughs> is back. <laughs> uh, Mark Medina, where, what are you up to? Uh, where can we find you? Because you're uh, an incredible human. Follow me. You. you can follow me on Twitter yes. at Mark underscore Medina. Uh, working on kind of smaller stuff, only because it's like. Destiny 2 is right around the corner, and so I'll kind of get pulled into that as well. Uh, I work on the IGN show a lot, so uh, watch that. Yeah, airing now. Yeah, mm-hmm. airing now. The, the second half of the first season, right? Our yeah. last shoot is this weekend. The time the time's changed. It used to be, what, <sighs> 9, 9.30? And now it was 9.30 like and then 9 and then 11. They're basically just like shuffling around all the different yeah. shows so they all get our time effectively, which yeah. is kind of cool. We're like yeah. closing out the block now. So that's... Yeah. We're the that's closer. What, yeah. Right, you bring in the closer. That's Close. IGN. So that's what fills most of my days is mm-hmm. stuff that you would see in the middle of the night and then the next day on <laughs> IGN. <laughs> it's going to be nice to have uh, the whole crew back together. It'll yeah. be it'll yeah. be it'll be yeah, weird I mean, to that, not see IGN show on my trailer anymore. Ma- making yeah. that show was intense. Like it's, Everyone it's, who's worked on it has been like... It's fun. Yeah. It's different to be like... I don't know. I guess working on like the internet for so long, you're you you make something and then you see it go up, 
and I forget most of the stuff I do because mm-hmm. it just like lives in a TV so show that right. I don't see because uh, I'm, I'm not up that late. <laughs> you know, I eat supper. Early to bed, early to rise. You know what I'm saying? You're, oh, you're not you're not a dinner man. You're a supper man. I eat supper. supper man. I mm-hmm. fix it at six. <laughs> not even home at six thirty. We have to commute. <laughs> oh, you're the best, Mark. Thank Thanks, you for being. Brian. I'm always. You're always so enthusiastic. I'm like, oh, you know, Marty. Marty can't be here. Mark, you want to be on? You're like, yes, sir. You are. Yes. Off. I, Chloe Rad wanted to go to lunch, and I had to do this instead. So, oh, you want to lay the guilt trip on? How's that? How's that make you feel right well, now? Chloe, guilty. Is she eating lunch by herself. Yeah. Wow. Well, just, just sitting by that plant. She, 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 <laughs> she was gonna eat whatever. She's like eating a cup of noodles. It's not even warmed up. <laughs> they're still hard. Aww. Like they're not even <laughs> cooked. Well, Chloe. She. I'm sure she had an amazing lunch with other friends at IGN and didn't think about you at all, Mark. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Can't be on Let's Plays. Nobody wants to go to lunch with me. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> You're throwing people on a lunch. I'm sorry. That's the worst. I'm being so mean. I'm just the worst. I'm sorry. You're doing great. Uh, Let's get out of here, shall we? We're we're wasting our audience's time with our just pointless banter. (laughs) Uh, Mark Medina, love you. You're awesome. Thank Thank you for being here. I love you too. Great to see you. Glad you're going to be back for a while. (laughs) Thank you. I was going to be like, want to get high? But then you said something (laughs) genuine. I'm like, oh. Don't forget to bring a towel. Don't forget to bring a towel. Well, we could harmonize. We could let's write a song parody of something. Ooh, all right. good. Yeah. Tal, what's a some whatever Taylor Swift's new song is? Let's. Find I it. actually wrote a uh, parody song for Fable TLC. Oh yeah, don't go it's, chasing what? No, what are we doing? The, uh, don't go chasing it's, lemons. <laughs> the chorus was Chickens. like, "Yes, I've got some potions. Yes, I've got some food. My combat multiplier is higher than the moon because you know the guy in that." <laughs> I don't know why I remember that so well. The the uh, guildmaster is always like, "Do you have some potions or food? Uh, or try to get your combat multiplier even higher." So uh, that was the chorus of the song. Yes, I've oh, got some potions. That. Yes, I've got some good. food. My combat multiplier is higher than the moon. Nice. The Taylor Swift song's, song is called "Look What You Made Me Do." Just for the comments. Okay, that song's you good. Got, you're up on your great. on your T you like really. Swift. I think it's like she's not self-aware of, of, of anyway, we could, uh, <laughs> of course, we'll just we segue talk straight about into Taylor the Swift without okay. Marty here. He would be very mad. That's true. Not that a joke. <laughs> he really uh, likes Taylor Swift. Anyway, uh, you're the best. Thank you. Good to have you back. Destin, good to have you back as well. Thank you. You're not good the be best back. is what he's leaving out. I'll take second best. <laughs> <laughs> second banana, Destin Legary. <laughs> Uh, Thanks, everybody. We will see you next week if they haven't fired us all after this podcast. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.